Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Oh my goodness, y'all. That took me like five, seven minutes just to log in. So I, I hate dead air. That's like the number one rule in radio podcast. No dead air. And here I am, seven minutes at dead air. I almost just canceled this whole episode because if anyone's actually listening after seven minutes, I'll be shocked. And you're a true fan. And thank you so much for being such a loyal listener. Appreciate you. But um, yeah, I was like, great. What am I going to do here? So I guess for now, I'll go ahead and try to record this, even though it's a very, very late start in the segment. Um, but it's just a short and sweet, less than 30-minute segment now. We'll say 20 minutes, I guess, overall. So let me just get right down to it. There's just so many current events that went on um, that I thought I would just do a short, quick segment. I know I did a quick, short segment last week as well. Just let y'all know that I'll be returning back to the two-hour format. Uh, excuse me, full format on Mother's Day. Can't wait. So in the meantime, if you do have any Mother's Day messages, dedications, all that good stuff and more, feel free to uh, message me. The best way to do that is on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. So it's C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C is my Twitter name, CoffeeTalkWC on Twitter. And of course, at any time, always feel free to say hello and also send your topic suggestions and or interview requests. But again, um, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter is the best way to reach me, and I am accepting Mother's Day dedications. So if you want to send a message for me to read live on air for your mom, be glad to do that for Mother's Day, which, of course, is coming up this Sunday, May 12th, and it will be at 8 p.m. Central Time that evening. Can't wait. And you can call in and tell me how your Mother's Day went, too. You know, tell me what y'all did and stuff, if you feel like it, be yourself or a mom or a grandma or you you know have a mom or a grandma or, or what have you or whoever the mother figure has been in your life doesn't even have to particularly be a mom I know Father's Day we have lots of great calls over the years that I've learned of many amazing men that have stepped up to be the father figure in people's lives so excuse me I'm so thirsty I'm sorry um, <laughs> anyway I will please pray for me because unfortunately after a few months of feeling so much better with my ear issue unfortunately the uh, I have this internal cyst return, like a, basically a repeated ear infection. It's really gross, and it hurts so bad, and I'm really nervous. But calling the ENT, the ear nurse, throat doctor in the morning and hoping and praying he'll refill the Cipridex. It's like a really strong uh, antibiotic-type ear drop prescription that worked wonders. And after a year, y'all, I went through a year. Oh, my gosh, no joke, a year of going back and forth, of changing pretty much every other week of a different antibiotic between three alternate between three different antibiotics and prednisone packs along with that. I mean, basically it was just up and down. It was like, okay, this week I've got a cyst in my ear. The next week the cyst ruptures. The next week it, it, you know, I'm on the antibiotics again. I'm feeling better. And then after, you know, a week of antibiotics, then, Oh, there's another cyst. Well, so I went through this for a year. The family doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong. And waited on this referral forever. Finally, get into the ENT. He gives me first thing the Superdex eardrop prescriptions. And what do you know? Like, let me think. He had me take it for two weeks. So, two weeks later, it was killed. And that's been a few months ago. So, at least I know something that works. I'm just frustrated and upset that it returned. You know, I was hoping it was cured for good. But unfortunately, apparently, as of yesterday, it's not because it's back and it hurts so bad. So that's the other reason I'm not going to do a very um, long segment because I have to wear a headset to do this. And I really wish I could find a way to 
not just host a podcast, but work. I work from home with a headset, and I've been trying to find a solution to be able to work from home without the headset and still make phone calls and just do like speakerphone or something. I can't figure it out. I have uh, tech gurus. No one can figure it out. Uh, so when something like this happens, I can work better, you know, without a headset when it when it hurts. But anyway, I'm hoping the ENT will refill the, your drop prescription. But I'm afraid he'll probably tell me I have to make an appointment. And then if I have to make an appointment, how long am I going to have to wait to get the appointment and get in and then, you know, get the airdrop prescription. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm off on a tangent because you know how it is when you don't feel good. But there's so much going on. I was like, my goodness. I mean, just in the last couple of days alone, last few days overall, but especially the last couple of days, so many current events. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do a quick segment. And even if I don't have a lot to say, just mention it because <laughs> I haven't fully watched some things. Okay. For example, oh, I don't even know where to start. Okay, we'll just start with Kentucky Derby. I I just saw the headline article. I haven't even watched it yet. I have no opinion, to be honest with you. I'm totally neutral. I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of these opinions. Feel free anytime to message me on Twitter with your feedback, your opinions, your comments. I'll be glad to read them live on air. I'll be really excited to, to hear your thoughts. You know, it's always interesting hearing different perspectives, opinions. Okay, so uh, let's see. What else? What else? Okay. <laughs> Uh, Kentucky Derby. Oh, yeah. So let me kind of go over that story in case you aren't aware, but you probably are by now because that's a big deal. And they're saying it's, this happened the first time in like 145 years. How crazy is that? So Kentucky Derby, um, basically the horse that one called, was it Maximum Security? Let me see here. Oh, let me see. Make sure I'm saying it correctly. Camera was, yeah, Maximum Security. Initially, everyone thought Maximum Security horse had won, but then that particular horse got disqualified, and then another horse named Country Horse ended up winning thanks to the disqualification of the of Maximum Security on that horse. So, uh, let's see here. Kentucky Derby has an explanation of Maximum Security's dis. Uh, Kentucky Derby disqualification on their Twitter. I'm gonna retweet it right now, so y'all can see it for yourselves. Let me see if I can, if I can hear it. Okay, here we go. I'm just read it to you. I have it on the caption on the video. Okay, it says this is the moment that everybody will talk about forever in this Derby. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, forever in this Derby as maximum security moves off that rail, comes out, impedes the path of war of will. Gets in the way of long range, Tawny and Country Horse. Then they make the sweeping turn, come down the stretch. Maximum Security crosses first, holds off Country Horse to look like he wouldn't win the Kentucky Derby by a length and a half, but not so fast. The joyous celebration changes after it's posted official on the board. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? Mm-mm-mm. Uh, let me see if I can kind of watch the video and just see what it looked like with the horse. I was curious to see this for myself now. Hmm. I had a friend that actually went to the event. I should try to message her and see what she thinks because she was there live in person. Just for fun. Yeah, she has horses. She's from Houston. Shout out to my friend Mary. Okay, so I see maximum security is in the front. Think. Did I miss something? Oh wait. Oh wait. That's not. 
Is that not maximum security? Oh, maximum security is yellow. Okay, the guy, the polo pink guy must be country horse. So the one guy is all by himself. Then the guy in yellow is like speeding up. Okay, here we go. Oh wow. I don't it didn't have the full video, it just shows that part where okay, interesting. So looks like country country horse was in the lead and then maximum security oh no wait. I'm so confused. It says Max Security crosses first, so I'm wrong. I'm going to have to tell you this later. I think I've got it backwards. I apologize. That's really confusing. I'm trying to figure out where the disqualified part happens. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 it's in the beginning of this little video. Okay, there's like three horses on top of the one horse in the lead. Okay, weird. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, I'm going to, I'll just watch that later. I'm sorry, I'm getting too into it. Uh, there's too much to talk about, too many, <laughs> too many stories i got to cover in a really short time here, 15 minutes to go. Uh, I was seeing that video backwards, so that makes a huge difference. So I'm going to have to really decide for myself later. I'll let y'all know my opinion later on. Maybe I'll uh, decide on uh, Twitter later. But, yeah, so I should take a poll. Who should have won? Who do you think should have won? Kentucky Derby. How about Daytime Emmy Awards? That's going on live on air tonight. What do y'all think about that? And would that be um, the Ellen Show category or no? Because I always want her talk show to win if possible. I, Emmy Daytime. Let's see. Let's see who's winning so far. Kind of give a little insight here. You can follow Emmy Daytime on Twitter. Oh no, that's not their official one. That is one, but it's not the official one. So don't listen to me. So it's Bangladesh, so forget that. <laughs> Not America. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to find the actual official Twitter for them. Daytime Emmy. There we go. Here it is. Verified. Daytime Emmys. E-M-M-Y-S, of course. Okay, so Daytime Emmys. You can watch it live. You can go to their Twitter, Daytime Emmys on Twitter. And then there's a video, actually, of showing the award show live on air. Says that Alex Trebek, oh, from Jeopardy's hosting. Man, I hope he's feeling better. I hate that he got cancer, but kudos to him for continuing to follow through and host Jeopardy and everything through it all. He's amazing. Let's see if we got any winners yet. Ooh, Valerie Bartonelli for Valerie's Home Cooking Culinary Host. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I've seen her show a couple times on there. It was pretty cute. Uh, oh, a surprise presenter, Amy Poehler, cheered on Judge Judy for a Lifetime Achievement Emmy Award. That's cool. All right, so that's a couple of things here. Looks like they're really just kind of getting started. I don't see a whole lot of updates yet on it. Hmm. I'm trying to see if Ellen Show. I'm thinking Ellen Show's on. Is this her her award show category since she's a daytime talk show? I get I get some of these types of award shows mixed up. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't see a whole lot. Mostly about Judge Judy so far on here. Okay, well, that's cool. Okay. So, again, you can check out Daytime Emmy Awards, follow them on Twitter, watch their video live or later. What else? Gosh, there's so much. Okay. Kentucky Derby, who do you think should have won? Do you think it was fair ruling or not? Was the country horse winning or should have maximum security won? What do you think? 
Uh, let's see. Daytime Emmy Awards. Uh, do you agree or disagree with who's winning the awards tonight? Oh, fun topics. Free comic book day was yesterday. It was also May the 4th be with you, Star Wars Day. Uh, so hence May the 4th be with you. Pretty cool. And I mean, what, what are the odds that would coincide on the same day, you know, because May 4th on a Saturday. Like, that was so cool. So went to a few different comic book shops, got some cool comic books. My favorite one is called Street Angel's Dog. But she doesn't normally have a dog. It was just a particular edition of the comic book had the dog. And it was a really cool Really cool. She she herself was like this homeless girl with a skateboard and bikes and ninjas and stuff and like really tough cookie and she ends up hanging out with this homeless dog she just, you know, discovers and eventually gets them home and it's really sweet, bittersweet and um see I also read the Archie comic book. R- really I don't want to say really good. Well the first part was pretty good, but then the last part is kinda different. It's kinda weird. I don't wanna run it for you. It was kinda weird. It was like thinking outside the box so to speak, and I mean, I don't know, it's just weird, <laughs> but uh, you'll understand when you read it. it's different, it's different, but you know, sometimes you got to think outside the box, sometimes you got to try something new, something fresh, especially when you've been around forever doing the same thing, like Archie comic books have been around forever, so I kind of get the point of why they did it, I just, it wasn't my favorite, let's just say that, and I do love Archie, I also got Lulu, uh, I got, of course, Wonder Woman, uh, we got this Spider-Man limited edition. That one, did y'all get that one? Oh my gosh, they were so limited on that. Everyone was like, "It's gonna go fast." So like the first comic book we hit, as soon as it opened 10 a.m. Saturday, I was like, "We have to get that one first and we did. And even the comic book shop owner went uh, at that one. He said, "I think he said he ordered 85 copies and he only got like 30." That's how limited it was. Crazy, right? And um, there were plenty more Doctor Who, the woman Doctor. I'm sorry to admit, it's not my favorite. <laughs> I haven't read the comic book yet. I don't know what, why I don't get into this recent Doctor Who as much, but David Tennant as Doctor Who is my absolute favorite. I love him. But uh, I still love Doctor Who. Um, so I got that comic book. And then some of these comic book shops had... Um, comic books from other like past years even one of my comic books I was looking inside and I maybe it was the Archie one and I was like uh this year says like 2003 on this ad inside my comic book <laughs> I was like okay uh what else what else oh Billboard Music Awards that was actually one of my favorite music award shows that was so good so I could go on and on we should do a whole two-hour segment just on that topic from Kelly Clarkson hosting and finding out she had to have emergency appendix surgery right after the show can you imagine how much pain she was in I've had emergency appendix surgery that is nothing to mess with she is so lucky her appendix did not rupture my favorite artist Michael Franti from Michael Franti's spearhead he almost died, y'all, because his his appendix did rupture, and he was in the hospital for a while. I mean, that stuff can get real serious. Like, like when he went to surgery, that doctor told him, I don't know if you're going to come out of this alive or not. I've got to be honest with you, you know. So, uh, yeah, really scary stuff, you know, but thankfully he did. But uh, I'm so glad Kelly Clarkson's okay. Give her lots of love and prayers and well wishes. Uh, what else? Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame. I think I talked about maybe a little bit last time, but we'll mention it again um avengers endgame i don't want to ruin it so i'm not going to say much bring a box of tissue and you'll understand why later and there's only a sound snippet at the end there's no actual video bonus scene and i think it was right at the end of the movie i don't think you have to wait till the end of movie credits but double check that 
but I loved I loved reading series of that sound snippet. <laughs> that was bonus of like what fans are thinking it is and stuff. It's pretty cool, and I really liked reading um, about the Easter eggs and the meanings behind different scenes in the movie. I, I hate to say it, but I, I mean, really, I felt like the last hour of the movie could have been almost the whole movie. Like that was when everyone woke up in my theater. All I know. Not, I don't know about your theater, but seriously, like they could have cut out two of those three hours so easily. And I, I hate to admit it, but I think I enjoyed more after the movie. Of course, you have to see the movie to do this. I think I enjoyed more reading about the insight of the movie afterwards. But you can't really do that until you see the movie first to you know appreciate that. But I really did enjoy reading everyone's feedback and theories and comments and again message me anytime on twitter at coffee talk wc with any of your opinions on any of these training topics and mother's day dedications and if you just want to say hello as well as uh topic suggestions and interview requests oh my goodness me i'm out of breath okay uh oh game of thrones um i didn't watch last episode i honestly hardly ever watched the show Forgive me. I know most people I know watch the show. Oh, that was the joke. The ongoing joke was I have a lot of friends that don't watch either Game of Thrones nor the Avengers. And so I saw this ongoing joke. Y'all probably thought too. A lot of people started kind of making comments about, yeah, nobody wants to hang out with me because I don't watch Game of Thrones or Avengers or, you know, <laughs> anyone else out there like me. You know, it was just kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I used to say that about Game of Thrones. Like, is there anyone else? not watching Game of Thrones, especially because I host this podcast on Sunday nights, and Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, both on Sunday nights, and, like, my friends, most of them are watching the show, and they might call in sometimes at the end of my podcast, like, hey, Walking Dead was great, I'm like, okay, so I usually just hear about the show, so I feel like I've watched Game of Thrones or Walking Dead, because a family member or friend will always, like, give me the update, so I'm like, okay, well, I know what happened on the show, but I don't watch the show, which is probably for the better, because I get really scared, but uh, Game of Thrones, I know they joked about even on SNL, which will lead me to the next topic here in a minute, uh, about how the episode last week was, was the fight scene, and it was so dark, no one could tell, like, what was going on. What, You know, what a shame, because it's such a big show, and I really hope they can find a way to maybe kind of make amends with the fans on that aspect of, like, I'm sure it costs too much money, but something like, I don't know, if they could edit and make it lighter or something at the very least write an article which they probably did and I just hadn't seen it yet you know explaining what happened because oh that would be frustrating I'm glad I didn't watch that I would I can't imagine these Game of Thrones fans trying to figure out who's who and what in a fight scene nonetheless like that's crazy yeah or just next time film your battle scene in the daylight (laughs) natural daylight I don't know um that leads me to the joke on SNL so SNL, Saturday Night Live, was hosted by Adam Sandler. I have only watched maybe the first 10 minutes. Again, that's why I don't have a lot of opinions on any of these topics, sadly. But just so much has gone on the last couple of days, I thought I would at least say hello and cover bases, you know. Okay. I remember Adam Sandler and Chris Rock all of them back in the day of my, my youth, you know. They were, they were the prime time. That was the main cast. And it was really cool to see Adam Sandler host. It was I really liked the intro song about him sadly being fired. <laughs> and, of course, he I love how he um, came back stronger, you know, with his movies. And for me personally, because I think I mentioned this last week when I did my short and sweet little update segment on my podcast, uh, I lost my job of almost three years uh, a week ago. Not last week, but the week before, like on Wednesday, 
same day, I applied to over 100 jobs. The next day, Thursday, I did a lot of interviews and then I accepted one job offer. And they asked me, I could have technically started that day or after, but I, I really felt like my family asked me to kind of wait till Monday because I had, you know, been going nonstop because I was just coming from this job of three years. So I started the new job Monday and I was so thankful. And so far, knock on wood, I like it even better. And um, sometimes, you know, things work out for the better blessing in disguise, but, you know, um, I was sad I lost the job, but at the same time, no hard feelings because, you know, I'm a remote employee and they've been mostly getting rid of the remote employees to moving to an office. But anyway, um, I won't get in all of that. But uh, yeah, so um, anyway, I read SNL, back to SNL, back on topic. So it was really close to the Adam Sandler um, and then Chris Rock joined him in the intro. That was cool. And I'm anxious to see more. I did see the Family Feud segment that was Game of Thrones characters versus Avengers Endgame characters. And I thought it was kind of cute. I think they had potential to be even funnier and make more comments and stuff. But, um, yeah, I wanted more from Groot because I love Groot. I am Groot. But <laughs> anyway, oh, my gosh, that time went so fast. I'm going to try to play this one song I always try to play for my soldier friends and dedicate to all military veterans and their loved ones and a special dedication to my soldier friends. I miss you all so much. Maybe we can finally catch up Mother's Day, Sunday, May 12th, 8 o'clock uh, Central Time, 8 p.m. Central Time will be my um, from 8 to 10, my two-hour Mother's Day dedication show. So if y'all can, if y'all get a chance, stop by the chat room and say hello, and, and I'll be glad to read your own Mother's Day uh, messages live on air during the show as well. Or of course, others listening, if you want to tweet me anytime at Coffee Talk WC uh, with that, or just say hello. All right, so here we go. Uh, so this is called Time to Go Home by my favorite band, Michael Sparty and Spearhead. They're coming here to Dallas August 4th. Check out all their music and other tour dates on michaelfronti.com. And I'm going to wish each and every one of you a safe and wonderful week ahead. And I really look forward to hosting the Mother's Day segment for a couple hours next week on, again, Sunday, May 12th at 8 p.m. Central Time. All right. Don't forget, message me if you want to say hello or send me your Mother's Day dedication message, excuse me, messages and or your uh, topic suggestions and or interview requests. All right. Again, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. Oh, and if you're looking for gift ideas, check out my Etsy shop. It's called Crochet Created Shell on Etsy. So, like, yeah, Google Etsy and then all one word, um, Crochet Created Shell. So, C-R-O-C-H-E-T-C-R-E-A-T-E-D-C-H-E-L-L-E. Okay, or if you can't remember, just message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC and ask me <laughs> about it. All right, let me see if I have time to play this song. I hope I do, and I'm sorry if it cuts off soon because the computer lady's telling me it's about my show's about to wrap up. All right, uh, where to go? Where to go, Mr. Fronty song? Okay, well again, thank you all so much for listening and for your patience as I'm healing and um, you know, not up for the full two-hour segment tonight, but look forward to returning soon, doing the full two hours on Sunday nights. All right, so here's Time to Go Home by Michael Fred Spearhead. Love and peace is Chill signing off. Good night and prayers. Those who start war.